Hi, and welcome to 5 Minutes with Phil. Leadership can be exhausting. It will take every ounce of strength you have and more. It'll take every morsel of brain power and wisdom and love. And it can leave you sapped, gasping for air, needing a transfusion, hot coffee, and wondering if you will survive the night. In my experience, many in leadership will give all they've got and more, and those who are cheering on from the sidelines will encourage them to keep going. Most leaders, when asked how things are going, will respond, busy, busy, as if that's a badge of honor. So... The Apostle Paul made his desire pretty clear. He wanted to finish the race. And that race is a marathon. A marathon is actually a pretty good illustration of what it takes to build and grow a business, organization, or ministry. I'm certainly not a runner. When I was young, I was pretty fast in a sprint. And the shorter, the better. In high school, I was a decent defensive middle linebacker, and I was built for quick bursts of speed, but nothing more. I'd be a lousy marathoner. You know as well as I do that you don't decide one morning when you get up that on that day you're going to run a 26.2 mile, 42.4 kilometer marathon. That would be both dangerous and stupid. You start with shorter runs, a mile or two or less, then three or four, eventually 10, a half marathon, 20 miles, and then the whole thing. Learning to pace yourself is essential if you want to finish the race. I guess the goal is to reach the finish line having exhausted every ounce of energy you have. If you're giving it your all, knowing there will be stages along the way which are more challenging, hills, and others which are easier, valleys, you'll still want to save something for when the finishing line is in sight. Along the way, it's not unusual to have a runner hit the wall where they can't believe that finishing is possible, but they run through that wall if they've been training. In the end, the only one they are competing with is themselves. If I was an Olympic marathoner, I could understand devoting every moment of every waking hour of every day to getting ready for the race. It would take total devotion, complete focus, and ensuring that every distraction was turned aside. Diet would have to be precise, fitness paramount, injuries healed, skills honed, and mind cleared. But that's not where any of us live. We aren't running a marathon. We're participating in a decathlon, at least. We aren't specialists in a single event. We have to be good at many. It's about running 10K and executing the shot put, long jump, pole vault. For us, it's occupation, relationships, friendships, recreation, marriages, parenthood, hobbies, professions, and many others. Golfer and gardener, lover and cook, entertainer and geek. Paul said he tried to be all things to all men so he could influence some. He also said that as a Christian leader, it would be better if all were as he was, unencumbered by a wife and family. He also recognized that such a desire could actually make things worse. So in the day-to-day rat race of trying to finish the race, what are the big ideas you have to put in the jar first? You know, because if you don't put them in first... You'll never get them in. Here are a few. Number one, spend time along with the Lord every day. Reading his word is essential, but so is hearing what it has to say. Prayer is too. And reading books by Christian authors can also be a good use of your time. But 
only you have gone to the source first. Number two, spend time every day nurturing the relationships you have with those you are closest to. Spouse, kids, grandkids, parents. The closer they are, the more time they deserve. And if you're married, you want your spouse to be your best friend or by the time your kids move out, you're going to be very lonely. Number three, spend time every day growing. Every time I see my granddaughters, I ask them two questions. The first is, what did you learn today? Don't go to bed at night without learning something every day. This could be in school, on the job, or from somebody with more experience than you have on a myriad of topics. Number four, the second question I ask them is, what did you love today? Make sure you invest yourself in things you love, things you love to do, to learn, to think about, to read about, to stretch yourself for. If you don't love them, you'll stop doing, learning, thinking, reading, and stretching, and that would be a tragedy. Number five, move forward. Every morning, know what it is that you plan to accomplish today. And at the end of the day, ask yourself if you were successful. If it's part of your big idea, every step compounds and you will achieve your vision. If it's investing in your relationship with your spouse or kids, you'll also see progress. Number six, finally, give thanks. God gave you this day and the strength to see it through. He gave you the wherewithal to earn, love, and grow. Thank him for it.